Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. For those of you that thought Conor McGregor was retired, well, apparently he's not. Shut your mouth! It was last week or, or 10 days ago when we had the big late night tweet, I'm done, thanks for the memories, see ya. And we said, really, is he really retiring? Then the next day, the story gets out, he's being investigated for a, a sexual assault in, in Ireland, and then that story kind of has gone away. They were like, all right, yeah, I don't think a guy retires on Twitter at you know, 1 o'clock in the morning after he does an appearance on 
Jimmy Fallon show that was taped ahead of time, but he doesn't reference at all. So, yeah, not happening. And now it looks like Conor McGregor is just following the Floyd Mayweather pattern and strategy of Mayweathering. Whenever I feel like it, I'm going to put myself back in a conversation and I'm going to say things that are going to get people to talk about me. Because that's really what's happening right now after the big Conor McGregor story today. Uh, the former UFC champ on Tuesday night, late last night, took shots at Habib Nurmagomedov's wife, saying that the picture that he put up of him and his wife, saying that your wife is a towel mate, while he put two pictures of, of Habib and his wife on their wedding day. In the pictures, Habib's wife is has her face veiled. These tweets were up for a little bit, then they were taken down. However... Once it goes up on Twitter, people get it forever. It was captured by MMA Junkie on Tuesday night. Now Habib today fires back on Twitter, calls McGregor a rapist and a hypocrite, uh, just likely judging uh, coming from the fact that he's being investigated for the sexual assault in December in Ireland, which is what we talked about. So uh, basically both guys now engaging in the let's sell a fight? Yeah, so now this is... And That's kind of where look, we're at here, right? If you're going to engage on Twitter? This is what Conor McGregor has done. He has learned at the foot of Floyd Mayweather. How to create interest in my brand and make a ton of money when nobody really is interested Don't in it. Don't give up! Right, because that was Floyd Mayweather. Floyd was undefeated, bad guy, and nobody cared about him. But he found a way to just ingratiate himself. Hey, this Pacquiao fight's going to be a dream. We're going to make $100 million a piece. Everybody wants to see it. Meanwhile, knowing full well, he was never going to take a fight he was going to lose. And all he did was become a technician and beat Pacquiao in a fight that was the most underwhelming championship fight I think I have ever seen. Right. But, hey, you know... It, Pulled the wool over our eyes. Got tons of money from everybody. But and everybody still of, wants to right. see it. There's always one potential glancing blow. And that's the thing, right? He's still protecting a perfect record. Here, it's just, how do we get a cash grab? Right. And now, and then he does the whole, <laughs> all right, no one's talking about me anymore. Yep. I'll fight Conor McGregor. And of course, McGregor, who is all about money, now is like, yes, I'm the same as you, Floyd. Let's do it. And so they both get paid a ton of money. McGregor gets paid more for that than he's got paid for any MMA fight. And he goes and he fights Mayweather, and Mayweather mm-hmm. wins, and everybody is talking about it now no one's talking about him so now here's what's what's the next thing that mcgregor wants to do i'm only going to step in the ring step in the octagon if i make so much money my days of headlining ufcs are over getting a million dollars if we're talking about 25 50 million dollars that's what i'm in for so now let me see if i can stir some stuff up with my retirement that people are talking about a little bit and now here i'm going to insult habib's wife get it really racial right away and really spark interest and now hey now people are going to be going crazy to see me against a beep. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. Wants to be part owner. He's talked about wanting ownership shares, challenging Mark Wahlberg to fight. All of that just in the backdrop of, all right, how do we get to do this? And Dana White... Let's call it what it is. As much as he said, you know, I'm going to contact both their camps. We can't have this. Someone's talking about the UFC for the first time in yeah. how long? We've talked about what they were. Former UFC star Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Former UFC yep. star Conor McGregor. And if you're huge in the UFC, then you're still into it. That's fine. But for the masses, for the extra dollars, the 79.95s and whatever you want to get on pay-per-view... 
the casual fan has not been reaching into his pocket for quite a while, and you've got a new deal with ESPN that you need to sell. As much as Dana White publicly is going to denounce anything these guys say to each other, privately he has done victory dances, and he's done that little thing where he gets on his back on the carpet and scoots around like he's Curly from the Three Stooges. Yeah, he, he put out a statement today saying the exchange is unacceptable. I mean, really? Wow, look at everybody talking about this. But I this can't is believe absolutely this. absolutely unacceptable. This is not, this is escalated to a level. This is not what we do in professional fighting. Yeah, we are taking the necessary mm-hmm. steps to reach out to both athlete camps and the situation is being addressed by all parties internally, which means we're getting these people together to see if they want to fight. We got so we their can agents together. Right? We're figuring we out see. what the monies are, the, the venue. Connor, we're checking is. legal status. We're, we got a lot of stuff going on. Connor McGregor is now Mayweathering. He's in the Mayweathering stage term. of his career. Now, I've, I've officially coined that. Yeah, have you gotten when, that in Urban Dictionary or any of those online yet? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there on Twitter and see what people say about it. I'm going to see because I think it works. Ma- the definition of Mayweathering needs to be the ability to jumpstart interest in your career when nobody seems to care. And that that's Mayweathering. Well, right? Um, there's actually one on Urban Dictionary that is I, there. I don't know how much I can read it. Oh, if you can't, we're going to have to dump it. chickening I mean, out, being a blank, making up excuses to avoid having to do stuff that will prove one's worthlessness. Oh, Me, that's not the as Floyd good. versus Manny fight is off. You, what the blank? Me, perfect perfect example of Floyd's Mayweathering. Oh, all right. So Mayweathering and is there's a bunch of derogatory and disparaging terms. So Suck these big artists. I, I don't think that's in there. But I, Jason, I the sure. one thing that Mayweather always had going for him that Connor does not is the zero with his losses. No, and that's yeah. what and that's what yeah. I said. You know, I mean you had that, so mm-hmm. yes, he wasn't gonna take a fight that he couldn't lose. Or, but or he, that he could he, lose. He never that lost. I should right. say. No, he know, no, and, but, that's, but, and that's, that's a big deal. Is you dance, and you never take a fight that you you feel like you're in danger. No, right? you would never Mayweather. take a fight where Whereas he thought he was going to Whereas with Connor, lose. doesn't matter. Are it's you going to pay me? What, what's the hey, pay, I'll be there if you what, pay me. What's the payday? I'll put on a good show. I'll do whatever you want for $50 million. I mean, that's, that's who McGregor is. And he learned, okay, he's watched what Floyd Mayweather did, how he pushed that fight and got people talking about it, even though Mayweather's a, a, an athlete that nobody particularly likes you know he's got a lot of issues he's had had domestic issues as well but still people pay for his fights he finds a way to make money and is able to stir up interest in him and he and now conor mcgregor's on i could do that I can still do that. He's still Conor McGregor is still young enough to be to keep fighting, and he still is the biggest star the UFC has. No matter what you want to say about the fact whether he was retired or not, he's still the biggest star. And all he's doing now is here. He has identified. Okay, now it's going to be me and Habib, and we're going to go at it again. And McGregor actually said that maybe Habib is afraid of a rematch. You know, he might retire when McGregor really is the one who said I retired. So I mean, that's all that's going on right now is he's just throwing all this stuff up against the wall to get interest level. And him going up. Oh, now he's got to come out of retirement. They're going to have that announcement that he's going to come out of retirement to fight, and then you're going to see him fight Habib, and that's how it's going to go. That's really what what you're seeing. That I can see this coming. I can see it in a week or in a couple of days from now. Dana White saying these guys have agreed to keep this to the octagon. We're working on a date. We may have it for you, and then we're going to find you know Thanksgiving weekend or something. Right. They're going to headline. It's going to be it's going to be a huge pay per view, and it's going to be the biggest pay per view ever. And these guys are going to throw insults at each other, and we're Gregor's going to attack his bus again and 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 throw rocks at it and, and stanchions and everything, and you're going to see this is going to be the greatest thing ever, and you're going to see this kind of money going with this fight. That's and, just how this is going to go. And we'll have the crazy press conferences, and you know it doesn't doesn't mean uh, that you 
accept any of the rhetoric going back and forth. It's all uh, despicable and absurd and ridiculous, both Conor McGregor uh, and the responses. Uh, but you know what? You want to sell a fight, that's how you get it going because you stir up both your fan bases yeah. and, and really start getting the appetite wet. Because let's face it, the last fight was not, no, not a, and he's a highly fight, engaging, exciting right. event. He, and he's got to fight Habib again because Habib beat him. He's well, got to he fight him, him again. He beat him badly. Right. Like, so that was not, a, he's not win. his finest hour. He's got to win to keep that interest level in his career going because if he, you lose to somebody twice that's it you know you're not that you're you're going to be done look ronda rousey lost twice done done and well, she, she also finished. had her face rearranged right? but, was, no but, that, but the whole thing when you I mean, lose like that I mean, she was he lose up to as twice and that's it yeah, but, but now she, if he wants to get this money he's got to fight habib again he's got to fight he knows now i gotta fight him again if i'm going to still be conor mcgregor well he at least still has the the talking game and again a lot of what comes out of his mouth is just uh inexcusable but you can, at least can rely on that ronda trying to sell a fight wasn't the same right we've talked about it even Mm -hmm. in the wwe it's getting better and at times during during the ufc run it worked but it was all about invincibility and once that was knocked off and then the certainly the second lost uh that was it with connor you can keep losing as a ufc fighter as long as you stay brash and bold yeah even even if he gets his ass beat again yeah (laughs) i mean people will come back for more because he keeps talking yeah but he's about money and he needs what's going to be the big payday and he's got all right i gotta beat to see this payday going to see this career going i gotta beat habib and then we gotta move on but then he'll realize that uh anything is better than the zero or the scale True. he'll make in some indie comedy <laughs> that if he gets out of fighting. Because he's still bankable. He may not be the main draw, but at some point you realize you've gone from the A receiver to the A you know, option on your basketball team to the B guy. Uh, and as long as you know, there's still a couple of million dollars that align the coffers, he got too many hangers on to just walk away, Jason. Well, and, and now that he put in uh, on on Twitter tonight, it's one world and one for all. Now see you in the octagon. I guess that means he's not retired. Right? I mean, he's not retired? He's back. Is he back now? I mean, really? I mean, Michael it's... Jordan was better. I'm back. You know who else is back? <laughs> Jacob DeGrom. No, he's not. No, oh, he never he left. Two hits to the Marlins. He's he, a bum. Yeah, he never he never left. Two yeah. hits? No, go ahead. Who is? You know what he, the equivalent of him pitching tonight was? Okay. It's like Randy Johnson <laughs> showing up to the to the big bad news Bears field on Sepulveda and mowing down little. Hey, that's a, know, that's a good field. I like that. That's probably the best analogy. I played a lot of softball at that field when I was younger. You I played just, a lot of softball You just got to be careful that. I mean, there's a lot of pigeons that is longer back than forth, Yankee though. Stadium's porch. <laughs> that might actually be true. We might actually measure that. All right, so so who so who's back, Frostburg, besides the Mets? In I was going to say the Joker. Joker's back. That was yeah, a good. That was a good trailer. Yeah, the trailer. It's, Joaquin. It, yeah. Yeah, oof, wow. It's uh, my daughters were pretty jacked up about up. it. A little different. <laughs> oh, they can't yeah. see that. It's rated R. What are you doing? Whoa, whoa! You can watch the trailer. Trailer didn't have anything crazy. Take your kids to a rated R movie. Sure. Whoa! I got to call Frostburg. Really? You're going to call on me? Get child services online. My two year old's already seen it. Right? He's already seen it. He got the copy on the street. What are you talking about? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So while Conor McGregor and Habib are going back and forth and hurling insults at each other, Tom Brady may be retiring. <gasps> nah, it's not as easy You're as You're talking all mess again. Not as easy as going, I'm joining Twitter and I'm doing this. No, 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 no. The Boston Sports Journal reported today that many within the Patriots organization are wondering if this is going to be the final year for Tom Brady 
with the Patriots, and he's going to retire after this season. Patriots in 2020 are going to have a lot of money at play, over $70 million. Patriots usually don't have this kind of money. But they're wondering if this is going to be it for Tom Brady. Greg Bedard writes, quote, The team, sources told Boston Sports Journal, hasn't ruled out the possibility he'll retire after this year, especially if he wins another Super Bowl. That'll give him four in his final six years, would trump the three. He won his first four seasons as a starter. Seven would break the franchise tie with the Steelers, leave Brady two titles clear of any other player, and would represent a largely unbreakable record. Well, I mean, Sam Darnold is just starting. But, okay, will you Tom Brady that. actually retire after this year? This is a layered question. It's got a simple answer, but we got to go through little complexities to get there. He has said, I want to play till I'm 45. He has said that. That is what he has set for his goal. He has not been someone to say, I want to do one more year, I want to do two more years. I want to play till I'm 45. Now, this is good because it, no matter how the seasons go, I'm going to play till I'm 45 and then I'm done, which is like three more years. And doesn't matter how the team finishes, doesn't matter if we win a Super Bowl, if we don't win a Super Bowl, I want to play till I'm 45. And that's a great thing to say. 45 and I'm done. He can spend the next three years showing everybody, look at how the TB12 method works. You eat what I eat, you wear my pajamas, and you can play quarterback till you're 45 in the National Football League. Because that's what it is. It's about diet and pajamas. Not anything else anybody else has tried in the last 60 years in the NFL to try to stay and play as long as they can. No, no. It's about eating right and wearing pajamas. He can't really sell Giselle's influence on his life. I mean, there's only one of her. So, I mean, you've got that, and you've got the ability to just kind of go about your business, right? I mean, he's he's got an empire. Uggs, maybe it's comfortable shoes. Maybe Cliff Clavin had it right. You don't know. There's a, there's a lot that go in. But when will he retire? It sounds great to say 45, but... He will retire before then because he's not going to play at a Tom Brady level for the next three years. This year, was Tom Brady one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL during the season? No, he wasn't. Usually he's one of the top three. And you can say, all right, well, here comes somebody that's jumped ahead for you. But Tom Brady lost a level this year. Still played at a really high level, but he lost a level. He won a he won Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, went 29 and, uh, and 11, completed 66% of his pass, threw for 43, 155 yards. That's not a normal Tom Brady season. Tom Brady normally is late, high 30s touchdowns, 40. He was 32 and yards. 2017. Right, but I mean, that, those but th- high 30s are an anomaly. But the high we only thir- have but a few of those now. He's He did not have a good game in the Super Bowl. And he clearly was not the same quarterback last year that he was in years past. So he lost level now. But the level for Tom Brady losing is not like he went from being a a great quarterback to now he stinks. He went from he was an elite, he was a quarterback you would say at the top of everybody else's list, and now maybe he's lost a little bit off of that. If he loses another level, and that could happen this year, if he loses another level from being that upper level guy to now, boy, he's one of a few guys. Then he'll he'll retire. That's going to be the retirement for for Brady. And also, Belichick will push him out the door to get a new guy in because you know that's what he wants to do. He wants to show I'm going to win without Brady. Now they're trying to they're trying to just stick each other out in Boston. Belichick wants to stay till Brady leaves. Brady wants to stay and out and, and stay till he's 45 and leave on his own terms. All of this stuff wants to happen. And Brady's sticking around. Part of it is because if I leave, Belichick will go win with somebody else. People are going to say, "Oh, how good was Tom Brady, really?" So I want to out. They want each want to outlast each other. It's like they're Avon and Stringer in the wire, and they want to outlast each other. And this is what 
the reality of the situation is right now for New England. But if Brady loses another level, and he goes from I, the 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 pretty good high level he was at last year, he goes down a little bit more, then he's going to want to go because he's going to say, boy, that next level I lose, I'm going to look like I'm embarrassing myself out there. He's not going to play when he's throwing 24 touchdowns and throwing 15 interceptions. He's not going to do that. And the Patriots will push him out. And Belichick will say, we need somebody else and I got to go get some. We're going to go trade for Josh Rosen, whatever we are. We got to get that new quarterback in place. So that's when Brady's going to call it quits. To say I'm playing a 45 is ambitious and boy, you're really you're betting on yourself for the next couple of years when you don't know what kind of team you're going to have. There's no more Gronkowski Unless you convince them to come back week eleven, mm-hmm. you know you, you are you going to go out and get great receivers that are going to help you because you know can you still throw people open like you did in the past? That's a really big gamble to make. So it's nice to say when Brett, but when is he going to retire? He loses that level this year. That's going to be really difficult because then he's going to say, "Do I go? Are the Patriots going to push me? Can I really stick around till 45?" That's the big thing. Well, I think the biggest thing here is just the the function of you lose Trent Brown. You already had some questions on your offense, offensive line, so he leaves. How do you replace it? Can you replace it? You've got the offensive line guru there, so in theory, uh, you'll find it. You find your way. Gronkowski leaves. Fine. You're, you're not taking a lot of shots downfield. And the numbers overall, yes, the interception rate ticked up from 8 to 11, and it was the most he'd thrown since 2013. But most of the other metrics stayed in line. You're not taking a lot of shots downfield. It's the, can, are you still winning? Mm-hmm. Right? And if you've got that much on the books to spend, then yeah, you're bringing in other pieces, whether it's on defense and maybe taking a little bit off of Tom Brady's plate. I, I don't, I don't know that we necessarily saw the the dramatic drop off because the, the final numbers are what they are. But even game to game, you know, the offensive line did a good job taking care of him, and as long as he can stay upright, they've never won with big receivers. I mean, you had Randy Moss for a, for two years that he put up elite numbers. Right, you go back to well. Le- Wes Welker was good, but he wasn't big. No, but just in, but even Edelman, all these other guys, they're they're good. I'm, I'm talking about like the downfield home run hitter and a list receiver. Nobody calls Wes Welker except Wes Welker, if you're he, in a PPR league. Huge. Then yes, I mean, you loved him. I mean, the guy caught 12 passes a week. No, but you they know, were I all mean, of the seven to eight yard yeah, variety. They still counted yeah, for yards. But my point is, you still have those guys. You still have Edelman. You've still been able to plug plug and play at that kind of rate. That's just the way your offense has always been. And so long as that's still the game, I don't see him suddenly becoming grossly inaccurate on short and intermediate the, routes. It's, it's not about it being inaccurate. It's being it's being about are, are they are they still going to be scoring points? They're still going to be winning games because you, you, look, this clearly wasn't the same page team. Now they won the Super Bowl. They did everything they had to. This was probably Belichick's greatest coaching sure. achievement of his career because he went into Kansas City and said, "I'm going to figure out a way to slow Patrick Mahomes down enough," and he did. And he came to the Super Bowl and said, "This is easy. I can get in Jared Goff's head, and he won't uh, complete a pass for four quarters." They could still be playing the Super Bowl, and the Rams would still have three points. So that was a phenomenal coaching job. You saw in the Super Bowl, you know, the offense scored thirteen points. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a great wasn't a great game for Brady. Did he make the throw that he needed season. to when he needed yeah, to? He made yeah, throws, he did. but was he the quarterback that he was going into? He wasn't. He wasn't the same. It wasn't as good as he has been years past. Look, and it's what happens when you get to be forty-two years old. I mean, like I said, I would also hope that's what really happens in a thing. Super Bowl when you're playing the ba- a team that also had a very highly ranked defense. Sure, but Although he's the done that against, actually had a better defense. Yeah, he's had highly played against highly ranked defenses before in Super Bowls and done a lot of great things. Thrown for five hundred yards. You know, I mean. 
threw for five hundred against, against the Eagles. Absolutely. He was great. So it's like that's the that's the key is that he he takes the tick down. If he has an eighteen and nineteen tick down in nineteen. Then that's going to be when that's when it gets really, really difficult. He's so never that's leaving. When the retirement Jason. comes. You're stuck with him forever. Well, maybe, maybe he'll just be instead of wearing pads, he'll be wearing TB12 stuff. That would. I don't need to wear pads anymore. Good look. I'm just wearing TB12. Don't things. touch me. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, oh, by the way, in 90 seconds. Um, do we already know where Kevin Durant's going next year? Cleveland! That's not, come on. Wow. You can't put fake news like that out Lakers. there. Lakers. Come on, Tyson. How is it fake you news? Can't do it. It's Do you not, have proof it's, it's not, not happening? I know what we're going to hear, and it's not going to be Cleveland. Maybe it is. Now, once LeBron gonna, left Cleveland, nobody's going there. It's a tease. NBA insider Alex Tightshirt says Call Kevin me. Durant is going to Cleveland. Call me. <laughs> For a bag of kale. Uh, you will hear from one of the most trusted basketball insiders that Kevin Durant's next destination is a done deal. But first, Deb Carson has what's trending. DC? As she's taking the evening oh, off, it's and I happily I didn't see you in. tonight. I didn't see you tonight, SD. How are you? I Wait, let's you do just... it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> All right. So we have that coming up in 90 seconds, but until then, a man who I had a great conversation with before the show tonight, spent some time. We spent some time talking about many things. We actually drove to work together. Steve DeSager with What's Trending. SD. Just for that, we're going to please the Chicago guy and lead with the DePaul game tonight. Yay! <laughs> they have tied the CBI best of three championship series with a 100 to 96 win over South Florida in overtime. On to the decisive game number three, a couple nights hence with DePaul against South Florida. Back to you, whoever your name. No, we'll is, go is, to... Is Mark Aguirre playing in that yeah. game? Nice. <laughs> no, they cool. would have been out first round. Oh! Nicely done. Well played. We're we'll to the MLB scoreboard now. The LA Dodgers have hit a home run in all seven games to start a season. They have over 50 runs this season already. They're up 2-0 in the second against the rival Giants. Kike Hernandez with a home run tonight. They broke in the franchise record when the 54 Dodgers had started six games in a row with a home run in each in a season. Red Sox at A's, scoreless in the top of the second. No, wait, before you get there, now, it, right or wrong, is Cody Bellinger on pace for 320 RBIs this year? <laughs> I think that he's got another RBI tonight. Well, there is one thing in his favor. He's not going to be subbed out just because of defensive positioning <laughs> or left-handed starter. They're actually going to give him the at-bats this year, whether it's in right field, first base, he's playing. That much we know. The Braves have come back to take the lead 5-4 over the Cubs in the bottom of the eighth inning. They had two early solo homers in that one. By the way, former Braves manager Bobby Cox is in the hospital after a stroke. Braves current manager Brian Snicker did visit him. He is taking visitors. Bottom of the 10th, the Cardinals are holding on to a 5-4 lead at Pittsburgh, but the Pirates now have bases loaded one out. The Rangers are shutting out the Houston Astros 3-0 in the bottom of the 8th. If Houston doesn't win this, they'll be 2-5 on the season. Meanwhile, the Mets are 5-1. They were up 6-0 at Miami in the 9th, 6-4 the final. Jacob deGrom, 2-0, gets the win. He homered. Seven scoreless innings Allegedly. on the mound. 14 <laughs> strikeouts in this game. You know, it's second day in a row we've had a pitcher do this. Granky had uh, the double-digit strikeouts and two homers last night. But to actually, in your first two starts of a season, to have double-digit strikeouts and no runs allowed, DeGrom's the first since Nolan Ryan 1978 to start a season like that. Washington scored on a bases-loaded walk, bottom of the ninth to edge Philadelphia 9-8. Bryce Harper went two for two, three 
walks in this loss for the Phillies. To the NBA, plenty of finals in. Now, there were 12 games total. Currently, Denver's up big, 75-57 on the Spurs in the third quarter. Denver, which has lost two straight, is for the moment two games behind Golden State for first in the West. The regular season ends a week from tonight. And the Orlando Magic beat the Knicks 114-100. The Knicks record 15-63. The Magic now at 39-40, or a half game ahead of Miami for the final playoff spot in the East because Miami lost at home tonight to Boston 112-102. to And guys, the Dodgers have 12 bobbleheads giveaways planned for this season, one of which honors Tommy Lasorda, but according to TMZ, the Dodgers are suing the promotions company, claiming they submitted an order to have 42,000 Lasorda bobbleheads made. Never received the product. Apparently, wow, whoa! They have received eight for the 12 different bobblehead days. Not, not the Lasorda was. The Lasorda's... So, TJ, the Lasorda's are sort of missing. <laughs> oh, I remember one... TJ. One night, they had to actually give out coupons to fans because the truck with the bobbleheads broke down on the <laughs> oh way to goodness. the stadium that night. <laughs> this is like the company has never even fulfilled the order at all. That's the problem <laughs> How <here>. about that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Thanks, Steve. Mm-hmm. appreciate it. Wow. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And while everybody is wondering what's going to be next for Kevin Durant. Last night he got tossed uh, from the Warriors' win over the Nuggets and didn't talk after the game, wanted to keep his money, you know, called the referee a blankety-blankety-blank, so I'm sure they're going to get into his pocket for yes. cash. Uh, but still, the most interesting thing about Kevin Durant has always been not what he's doing now, but what he's going to do next. Now, Rick Buecher, friend of the show, Bleacher mm-hmm. Report, longtime NBA insider, joins us every week. Wish we had him on tonight, because he went on Fox Sports Radio earlier today and said that, hey, uh, Kevin Durant, I kind of know where he's going. From everything I've heard, it's done. It's he's, he's leaving. Yes, he's leaving. It's a matter of, where can I go and I can show I can get this done? Like, I can be the centerpiece. Where am I going to be unbelievably appreciated? Well, I can tell you one place. The New York Knicks, the New York Knicks fans, Madison Square Garden, if he so much as gets them into the conference finals for what they have not done over the last multiple decades, he will be beloved there like he never has been at Golden State after winning two championships. That was Rick Buecher on the herd with Colin Coward earlier today. And, uh, you know, it hasn't been... Look, the Knicks went to the finals in 99. All right, it's been... All right, it's been two decades. Okay, so multiple. Yeah, all right. So Rick's right. Two decades for that. Okay, okay. All right, all right. It's been. It's been. It's been. It's been. I mean, Phil Jackson was still throwing bows when they won something. No, it's been twenty years. Yes, (laughs) has been multiple. Rick is right. It's been multiple decades. They're not going to the finals this year. Okay, I get it. Buddy, it's been forty-six years since they won it. Uh, It's been a long time. It's a long, long. Longer than I've been alive. Yeah. It's uh, wow. Wow. How about that? You have not Knicks seen the Knicks show. championship since you were born. That's really you have scares me. not seen me. the Knicks championship. Yeah. You've seen them in the finals, but you've just not seen them win a championship. No, I watched OJ. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably a good night to watch. Although the Knicks won that game, so there yeah, was Yeah, but that. that was relegated to the small yeah. box on the picture-in-picture. Picture. Yeah. We saw the white Bronco <laughs> for most of the nights. <laughs> but look, we've said for multiple months now that 
this is where Kevin Durant is going. It's like it's the worst kept secret in the NBA. Durant's going to be a Nick. Durant is going to the Knicks. He's got ties to New York. His business managers are there. Uh, where is he going to go? The, the, the stories that we have seen from multiple sources over the past three to four months all say the same thing. Kevin Durant's going to be a Nick. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant right. Kyrie Irving, they're going to go to the Knicks. Kevin Durant's going to be a Nick. Kevin Durant's going to be a Nick. And yes, Kevin Durant needs to be told, you are great. He needs to get the unadulterated love that he feels he deserves. He wasn't getting it in Oklahoma City. I'm going to go get it in Golden State. But more importantly, I'm going to go and do the LeBron thing. I'm going to go join up with a super team. I'm going to win a couple of championships, and no one can question my legacy. And then for the back half of my career, I can do whatever the hell I want to. And that's what he's done. He's gone to Golden State. He's won finals. He's back-to-back MVPs in the finals. And still, it's not his team. Still, he winds up getting yelled at by Draymond Green. Still, it's Steph's team. Still, he can't be happy. And you You've seen it this year. He is combative with the media. Anytime they want to ask him a question, if he wanted, really wanted the New York Knicks stuff to go away, you would say, I'm not going to the Knicks. Or he'd just say, no comment, but instead I'm going to pick fights. You know, Kevin Durant is going to the Knicks. That is why this has become such a year filled with angst and anguish, but not for the Knicks. The Knicks have not panicked once. And this should tell you, in, in addition to Rick Buecher saying everything I've been told, the Knicks, because... Here's another horrible losing season by the Knicks, right? That they don't really seem to have a plan. Right, they're play- they drafted Kevin Knox. Okay, great. He's been okay. David Fisdale has stopped the backsliding, and the team is not any worse than they were a year ago. But clearly, do the Knicks have a plan? No, their plan is we're going to lure somebody. And if they weren't going to get somebody, there would be panic. There would be all kinds of stuff in the streets of New York right now. There would be every day the media would be killing the Knicks and killing Dolan and Fisdale about how they have no plan. But everybody knows there's been no talk of the Knicks having a horrendous year. Everything from Fisdale has been the same thing. You know what this year is all about. Getting ready. Of course, they're tanking. They're going to get a great draft pick. And we're moving on. And we're going to get Kevin Durant. If he wasn't coming, the reaction and storylines around the Knicks would be much more focused on anger and ineptness, and the Knicks are never going to get it right. But instead, it's been, yeah, then we're just going to suck this year, because they're going to get to the offseason, and then Kevin Durant is going to be there. That's just what's going to happen. Well, it's all about the sale of hope, once again, and seemingly bringing Fisdale in at least calm people down for a moment. And you saw some moves. They make the, the bold move to trade Porzingis to Dallas, whatever's going on on the legal side, just from a basketball perspective, saying we're moving forward which indicates, hey, we're at least going to go and try to play in, in the deep water and land one of the, these big free agents that are out there. Whether Kyrie Irving comes along with him remains another deal. But, you know, the, the thing about it is it's also minimized, I think, in the, in the prospects of this, because we've been talking about it forever, is that, you know, the regular season doesn't matter. We're talking about free agency next year is the the game and that's what we do each and every year we push it forward and for this one still waiting to see how James Dolan pops back up to mess this thing up but at least for the moment uh yes you can be all positive and photoshop him into Nick's jerseys all you want be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Earlier today on The Herd with Colin Coward on Fox Sports Radio, Rick Buecher, longtime NBA insider, Bleacher Report, had this to say about KD and how he's looking New York. From everything I've heard, it's done. It's he's, he's leaving. Yes, he's leaving. It's a matter of where can I go and I can show I can get this done. Like I can be the centerpiece. Where am I going to be unbelievably appreciated? Well, I can tell you one place. The New York Knicks, the New York Knicks fans, Madison Square Garden. If he so much as gets them into the conference finals 
for what they have not done over the last multiple decades, he will be beloved there like he never has been at Golden State after winning two championships. So that was Buker on the herd earlier today. Makes me happy. Knicks, yo. Joining us now on the hotline. As we break down all the big NBA news, friend of the show, senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, host of the Posted Up with Chris Haynes podcast, the aforementioned Chris Haynes. What's happening, sir? Gosh, thanks for having me on. What's Dude, up? As always, man. So make me happy. You're, you're hearing the same stuff, right? KD, Knicks, it's a it's a done deal. He's bringing <laughs> Kyrie with him, too. And Clay's going and Kemba Walker. They're getting everybody, right? Man, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not prepared to go that far. But, look, I, you know, I've, I've been, I've had, I've said it for a while. New York Knicks are in play, and um, you know, look, you know, Katie. There's going to be limited options. I think there's a couple teams out there who, who the Warriors have to be concerned with. I think it's the New York New York Knicks. I think it's the LA Clippers. I think that's probably about it. But no, nah, definitely the Knicks are going to be real players uh, when it, you know when it is time for free agency. And you know, I'm not prepared to go that far and say it's a done deal. But you know, I, I think Knicks. I think the Knicks brass, I think they like their chances right now. Well, here's the thing about Katie, and this is what, what scares me, is that you can play on Golden State, which is basically an NBA player's dream. You have a you have a superstar in Steph Curry that will willingly cede the spotlight. You have a player's coach in Steve Kerr. You're winning championship after championship. And still, Kevin Durant is not happy. So I, I don't know what's going to really make the guy happy, Chris. Well, he, you know, it was funny you, you mentioned that. You know, he spoke with um, Kerr Burke, um, the Warriors sideline reporter, I believe it was almost a month ago. And he said something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing, that basketball w- won't make him happy. It, it won't be basketball. So, you know, I, I think that speaks to what you said. I mean, I, I, I just think that, you know, him coming over to go to state, it wasn't a popular move. Uh, he, he's been ridiculed, criticized. The, the duration that he's been um, there uh, in the Bay Area, even though he, I believe, even though without him, I don't think they win the last two um, championships. Uh, you know, he, he, he's produced and he's shined and he, he put the team on his back um, during the finals when it was time to really play. And so, but he, he's still not getting his just due. So, you know, I, I think him thinking about um, how he's going to be received moving forward, I think that's going to play heavy into his decision-making process when it's time to pick his next destination. Beyond all the stuff off the court, you know, with destinations and some battles with media members, uh, why do referees hate him all of a sudden? Quick uh, hook last night. <laughs> yeah, look, man. KD, you know, he, he got a mouth on him, man. Sure. You know, he, 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 was, he, he wasn't telling the ref. I know for sure he wasn't telling the ref. Official, you, you you missed that call. Please make it make it up to me today. Uh, he wasn't talking like that. Oh no, you know we certainly so, could read uh, the lips you know. on the last of it, Chris. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I would I wouldn't put it all on the referees now. There's only so much as you know individuals could say. So when you look at the landscape this offseason, let's just, you know, before we get to, to other stuff happening in the league right now, what's going to be the first domino to fall? If I had to say here's money, go to Vegas, who's the first superstar that's gonna have a new team? Who would you tell me it's gonna be? I think it's coming to rent because you have to, you know, usually, you know, how free agency works, you know, you wait, you wait till the big dominoes start to fall. And then that's when somebody, you know, that's when other movement starts happening. You know, it's like, you know, I remember when LeBron a few years back, you know, he didn't make a decision to it was pretty late in free agency. And once he made this decision, then it was like a, a flurry 
of, of signings uh, later on. So, but I think the Kennedy situation, you know, I think that's one. I think that's going to be something that's going to be relatively quick. Quick. I expected him to make a decision, you know, to be done on day one of free agency. And you know, I think that might play into what you know Rick Buecher was talking about with you know him saying it being done. You know, I can say I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I do think he will have his mind made up well ahead uh, when free agency opens up on July 1. Fox Sports Radio, this is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, senior NBA insider at Yahoo Sports, also the host of the Post It Up with Chris Haynes podcast. Find that on iTunes, download it. You can find him on Twitter at Chris B. Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S. Chris, when we look at things here in Los Angeles, the Clippers are a fun story, but let's face it, the be- the better stories in the, uh, the dumpster fire that was the Lakers season uh, as they finish out the string. What did you make of Juwan Howard suddenly, suddenly topping Teron Liu as the betting favorite to become the Lakers' next head coach? Juwan Howard topped Tyron Liu? Yep. All of a sudden, there's a, wow. there's a, there's a little bit of a... He's 4-1 to one yes. right now. Wow. Well, look, you know, I, I think, I think, the, I think the, the, the people who are uh, creating this line obviously <laughs> know that, you know, look, there's some ties with LeBron and Juwan Howard. Uh, aside from that, I, I don't know how they came up with that line. You know, I, I don't, I don't know how Jawan got up there so high. That's that's the only thing I can think of when you talk about the ties, the whole Miami ties. But that's all I got, guys. I can't add too much more to that. Well, Chris, you were fifteen to one to take the Lakers because you actually interviewed <laughs> well, LeBron before. That? Yeah, you were fifteen to one because you interviewed LeBron. So there's that. It's the Sean McVay effect. Oh, you were in the same room. <laughs> Yeah, well, they, they couldn't. They, I'm pretty sure there was a limit on how many names they could put on the list, but I'm sure it went down to 15. I, I hate it. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of coaches, I mean, it's been some kind of week for Greg Popovich. He gets thrown out of a game the other night, and now just a minute into the game tonight, he gets double T and gets thrown from the game. Obviously, Greg Popovich never does anything that's not – he doesn't anticipate or have a reason for it. Uh, wh- wh- why the blowups over the past couple of nights? I don't know. I don't know, guys. You know, that's, that's a good question. I, I would have to think just by, by tonight, look, I, I think that was just sending a message. You know, if, if you're getting injected a minute and a half into a game, I, I would think that the, the coach saw something in his team that he didn't like pregame. And maybe, you know, this is a way of trying to light a fire before, you know, before, before catastrophe happens throughout the game. That's the best I got for Coach Pop as well. That, that, is that a record right there? That has to be a record. A minute and a half into a game getting ejected as a coach? That's pretty good. I mean, usually I think the record is what what Phil Jackson sometimes called a timeout like 20 seconds into a game, right? He's done or that. Steve, but... Or Steve Kerr trying to get out of a summer yeah. league game. <laughs> yeah, we, we see, yeah, we've seen that. We've seen quick timeouts, but quick ejections. A, yeah. a minute and a half. Like, how bad was the officiating a minute, a minute into the game to get ejected? <laughs> He just had somewhere else to be. Hey, Chris, the uh, the last one from me. Uh, Murray State guard John Morant announces his decision to head pro. See enough to be sold that that he could be the top guy in this year's draft. I'm not that sold. I'm not sold to be the top guy. You know, I'm sold that he could be number two or three. Uh, I think that top spot. You know, I think that's occupied for uh, Zion Williamson. But no, nah, Morant, man, that, that that kid is a stud. He's athletic. He's smart. 
he has all the intangibles of, of a leader, and I, I just think if you compile all that up, you see what we, we saw in the, in the NCAA tournament, man. So I'm excited to see what uh, how that's going to translate to the NBA game. I spoke to Stephen Curry about a week ago about Morant. He said he's ready. He said he's ready for the NBA. He said all, all the tools that he provides uh, is going to translate over. He said he will not have a problem when it comes to uh, adjusting to the NBA um, lifestyle in the game. So he's sold, and you know I, I, I think I'm sold, man. He, he's number, if, if this was any other year, guys, he's a number one pick. But you know that, I think that that spot is occupied for Zion. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris B. Haynes. That is at Chris B. Haynes, Senior NBA Insider for Yahoo Sports. Check out the Post It Up with Chris Haynes podcast. It's on the top of his Twitter page right there. Get the link. Chris, as always, my friend, appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. My guys, y'all take care. Be good, right, Chris. Man, take yeah. it easy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.